0: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio.
1: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. We might be one step closer to cannabis becoming legal in London. Whilst on his trip in the US, the mayor of London has said he's appointing a drug czar to explore the potential benefits of legalising the currently Class B drug, marijuana. Our City Hall editor, Ross Lydell, has been following Sadiq Khan on his American tour and was there as he made the announcement from a slightly unusual location. Here is about five to six months old. And this one here is about four months old. So
2: you can see how quickly they grow in just a very short amount of time. Hi, I'm Ross Lydell and I'm here in a legal cannabis factory in Los Angeles where Sadiq Khan is due to visit shortly as he launches an investigation into the possible relaxation or change of the cannabis laws in London. Sadiq has launched the London Drug Commission, which is going to be headed by Lord Falconer, the former Lord Chancellor, to Tony Blair. The aim of the commission is to consider whether London should follow cities such as Los Angeles and legalise the use and growing cultivation of cannabis by adults. How Sadiq's plans go down, we'll have to wait and see. But the Labour Party nationally has already come out in opposition to them. What's remarkable at this place is that you can smell it even before you can see it. As soon as you come through the gates, there's a very distinct whiff of cannabis. And it really is quite an extraordinary place. Just look at it behind me. It's like a forest of cannabis trees. At
1: this point, the phone doesn't have a root structure yet. So we put them inside here so that they can absorb the water and stay alive. So as you can see, they've got no roofs. Then um, once their root structure gets a little bit stronger, we'll take this off,
0: and then they actually
1: put the water way down in the bottom of this tray, and that way the plants really have to struggle and create their root structure through the bottom to get their nutrients and their water. It makes for really strong plants.
2: Now, up on a ladder in the plant room, there are about 700 cannabis plants that are about two months from actual cultivation. The noise in here is incredible. Sadiq Khan is now coming to a cannabis shop where there are hundreds of products made from marijuana. This could of course be something of a political gamble. Kuti for example would now be known as Cannabis can mm-hmm. or the Marijuana Mayor.
0: Yeah so what we have here
1: are a couple of options. We have some oils, uh, we have selects, we have monos, we
0: have gelato, we have all kinds of brands here that are really good for uh, I guess you could say different discrete options.
2: Today. Has what you've seen today made you slightly worried about what you're planning or a bit more convinced to press ahead?
3: Well, no, nothing I've seen today makes me worried, but what's been fascinating in Los Angeles is how they've decriminalised cannabis over the last uh, few years and how they've made the cultivation of cannabis lawful with really high standards of regulation, but also the sale of uh, cannabis and cannabis products to you know, Angelinos in a lawful and uh, safe way. Look, I've got an open mind about these issues. The key thing is for uh, the London Drugs Commission, led by Lord Faulkner, to look at the evidence, to take on board concerns in relation to health, uh, those worried about you know crime, uh, concerns in relation to communities, and to see where it's worked in relation to you know decriminalising cannabis and to make a recommendation. One of the things I've been fascinated by is how, by decriminalising cannabis, they've raised the quality uh, and the safety of the product, but also raised uh, literally millions and millions and millions of dollars in relation to taxes being uh, paid. So uh, an industry, an area, that was illegal, criminals were benefiting a uh, black market in relation to the production and use of uh, cannabis drugs, uh, has been transformed into a you know lawful legal uh, industry where tax revenues are paid, there, is, there are very high standards of regulation, regular inspections uh, but also what's happened is uh, they have, by getting involved in the market, made sure those communities that in the past were the victims of, uh, you know, drug use and so forth, are now entrepreneurs and owners of some shops and cultivators uh, involved in the industry. Look, I'm somebody who's got an open mind about these issues. I'm somebody who used to be a lawyer and so likes to follow the evidence. So what I've done today is to announce the chair of the London Drugs Commission. He's a former Lord Chancellor, a former Justice Secretary at Queen's Council we be leading a piece of work with uh, experts on his commission, working closely with uh, UCL. We all have prejudices, but rather than you know prejudging the outcome, let's wait and see.
1: So, Ross, you've just got back from a bit of a strange day at the office. Just give us an overview of the cannabis announcement. Sadiq has made.
2: Essentially, Sadiq has paved the way for a reform of the laws on soft drugs, the sort of class B drugs such as cannabis. What he's not looking at is cocaine, heroin, or all the much harder drugs that cause so many more problems. The announcement is about the appointment of Lord Falconer, who's a former Lord Chancellor in Tony Blair's government, who will lead a review. For city Hall and Sadiq into the current situation with cannabis in London in terms of its use or its misuse, the market for it the damage it does if any uh, whether it sort of is used to fund gangs uh, but the, the bigger picture really is that Sadiq is wanting to have a look at the soft drug laws in London and also potentially to raise some money because that's what they do in Los Angeles, it generates about $160 million a year for the city authorities because they regulate the scheme so it could be a nice little earner for the mayor should he ever actually get to bring this into place.
1: Does Sadiq actually have the power to legalise cannabis in London?
2: Sadiq does not have the power to legalise cannabis in London or in the UK. And he's immediately hit a bit of a roadblock because his own party, the Labour Party, has uh, said that it is opposed to any reform of drug laws. And it's also opposed to allowing the mayor of any city to reform drug laws on their own, to have a sort of pilot scheme. But what Sadiq has done really is sort of open the debate on what we should be doing with cannabis in terms of does it really need to be criminalized do the police need to act are, they, are the police of course actually acting on any um, carrying or use of cannabis possession of cannabis just now probably not if we're honest about it probably very few people end up in jail because of cannabis use possibly only if they're linked to uh, more serious drugs and actually producing cannabis rather than just using it
1: Why is Sadiq making this announcement now?
2: Well, he is in America for five days. So Sadiq decided to do this as essentially the centerpiece of his five-day trip to the US. We're now in day four. We're in Los Angeles, where cannabis use was legalized some years ago. It was a manifesto pledge back in the mayoral campaign. So he's honored that. But really, he wanted a a strong news story to be the focus of his uh, five-day trip. And uh, this announcement on cannabis certainly is that.
1: And how do you think this announcement will go down with Londoners?
2: Well, a few years ago, the Evening Standard was sort of campaigning for a review of the cannabis laws. And the survey we found then was that about two thirds of Londoners were in favour of adult Londoners being able to use cannabis for recreational purposes. City Hall has done its own polling as well. It believes that there's more support than dissent for the idea of relaxing the rules on cannabis. Uh, Sadiq's a bit of a master in terms of analysing the the pitch and knowing where the votes are. City Hall will not have put forward a policy that they think will fail or will be unpopular. So they hope they're tapping into a sort of general sentiment uh, for cannabis to be decriminalised and Sadiq will be hoping that he's one, uh, keeping himself uh, in the headlines and two, doing something that's popular with most Londoners.
1: Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from Ross about Sadiq Khan's trip in the US. Whilst you're here, why not give the leader a rate and follow? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: Welcome back. The cannabis announcement comes during the Mayor of London's epic five-day trip in the US, where he's been banging the drum for the capital to help attract tourists and businesses. Our City Hall editor, Ross Lydell, was granted exclusive access and has been with Sadiq Khan every step of the way on his American tour. I caught up with Ross yesterday when he was in between flights at San Francisco Airport to ask him how it was all going.
2: Well, we're now in day four of a five-day trip to the United States. It began for Sadiq on Sunday afternoon when he arrived in New York. And uh, he began his first meeting was with Mike Bloomberg, the former New York City Mayor, uh, who's a sort of long-standing friend and obviously known to Londoners as well, uh, both as a presidential candidate and uh, for the Bloomberg the large sort of media building in uh, Finsbury Square. And after dinner with Mike Bloomberg, uh, Sadiq got a bit of caught, caught up on a bit of sleep and then got going in earnest on Monday morning when he was down to Times Square for a major launch to uh, essentially try and get New Yorkers back in London as tourists.
1: Ross, how has Sadiq Khan's visit gone down in the US? Is he popular there? I would say so
2: far the visit has gone down well. Uh, in Times Square, it was quite extraordinary the number of American journalists and TV crews that turned out to see him. Uh, you know, the, Probably hundreds of New Yorkers sort of stopped. Times Square is a busy place. It's their version of Leicester Square. So as soon as somebody turns up with a TV camera, everybody's head turns and wonders who it is. Is it a Hollywood celebrity passing? Obviously few people probably actually know who Sadiq Khan is if they were just to walk past them. I think his name recognition is Quite high, though, in terms of a politician, in terms of a city mayor. Just as we may, as sort of Brits, have heard of the likes of Rudy Giuliani over the years when he was mayor of New York, or Mike Bloomberg. I think Sadiq Khan is cutting through. And there was a very interesting moment yesterday when he was at the home of a venture capitalist, sort of high in the hills of Silicon Valley, and this venture capitalist. Gave an early speech as he essentially introduced Sadiq to about twenty very wealthy business people, all interested in investing in London. And he said that Sadiq's own personal story of sort of coming from a very humble background of being the son of a bus driver who grew up in a council house, and through his own ability and talents, has risen to be essentially one of the most popular politicians in Britain if you base it on the number of people who vote for him alone just look at the number of Londoners who actually voted on a ballot paper for Sadiq Khan you know you look at about a million Londoners in both elections, both major elections have actually said they want him to be in power and he's got this personal mandate that no other politician in the country has. He's also got the distinction as well of being the first Muslim mayor of any major western world city and all this is recognised in America
1: we spoke about his cannabis policy in part one of the show. Are there any other big announcements to come from the Mayor of London?
2: On Thursday afternoon, Sadiq is going to the Universal Picture Studios in Hollywood and he'll be unveiling a tie-in there. Young Londoners will be able to work behind the scenes on Hollywood blockbusters that are filmed in London. So he's uh, essentially trying to boost the London film industry, which is been doing pretty well itself to be fair but uh, he's definitely got an eye for the bigger picture Sadiq you know he sort of sees an opportunity Uh, he sees London very much as a global city as the leading city in the world in his own opinion of course he would say that wouldn't he but uh, he, he really is coming out here as an ambassador and he's proving really quite effective at doing that he's well liked he's got a good manner he's very businesslike with these important people these very wealthy individuals there may be disagreements about uh, his popularity back home some say he's a bit of a marmite figure love him hate him you look to his two election results obviously many more love him than hate him but there's no doubt here he's out here he's working very hard and uh, i think he's uh, you probably see he's putting in really quite an honorable performance and a very sort of hardworking performance in terms of doing his best to be an advocate and an ambassador for london
1: You can read more from Ross online at standard.co.uk. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm.
0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Telaglio, host of the Evening Standard rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium